ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of Pop 5. And this will be our last Pop 5 until next year. Oh yeah, next year. I'm your host, Steve Rizzelli, alongside the man, the myth, the legend, my boss, <laughs> producer. No, wait, he's not the producer. We have a guest producer for that, Richard. Taylor <laughs> Mitris, how are you? Oh, I'm good. I think my uh, uh, my official title is president and uh, uh, chief of uh, uh, media content branding associates. I'm not going to say all that. Don't take president. All right. That's good enough for me. Just as qualified as any other president. Mm-hmm. Shots fired. Shots fired. But thank <laughs> God this isn't a political show. Nope. Ah. <sighs> So, how you been? Good. I've been really good. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to this our our last episode before our Christmas break. Yep, we'll be back in sometime in January. Yeah, we'll be back in January. I don't know if we're first week or second week. I think we're second week. Pop is second week in January. Oh, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> an extra week. I need an extra week to recover. Well, you know, Christmas time's usually a slow news time. That's why everyone reports Black Friday bullshit because there's no news. Fuck. Black Friday. Oh, fuck it right in the ear. I don't understand why we always have to facilitate other people's greed. I, I truly despise Black Friday. Yeah, no, I don't. I really don't care for it. That's Whoa. How I feel about it. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, how's our uh, new intern doing? Uh, fairly well. Fairly well. Um, he's got my mic stand working. Oh, uh, good. So my mic stand doesn't fall over anymore. Very helpful. Seems familiar, though. Yeah, I know. I know. I s- yeah, I've talked to he him. Seems familiar. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I like him. Speaking of our interns, yes. our uh, ex-intern, I got a story to tell you. Tell me, Steve. So the other night, I'm sleeping soundly, and I started to hear sounds outside my window of my house. Yeah. I look out, and who's there? Who's Our next intern, Alex Jones. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. Um, um. And he he started to yell at me. He's saying, I'm coming for you. Why did he say that? I don't know. Is he coming for us, Steve? He's coming for me. He's coming for you, Steve. You're the one that uh, pissed him off. And Well, he didn't get me a copy of Red Dead. That's true. So I did enjoy my free copy. So he's out there yelling and cursing at me. I said, I'm going to call the cops. And he went away. Next morning I wake up, he writes, I'm coming for you with this piss in the <gasps> snow. In the snow? Yeah, so that must have taken forever. <laughs> he must have drank I'm a lot of... I'm coming for... Hydrate, 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 hydrate. He must have drank a lot of fucking Gatorade. It's like one of those things where it's a big old I and an M, and then he realizes it's not going to happen, so it's like some cursive letters. Yeah. I I was a little scared. I checked underneath my car, and... All you saw was Albert Fish. That's not even fucking funny, either. It's not funny. He just slinks back into the woods after chasing children. Is that how he sounded? I can't remember what I did for Albert Fish. Oh, let's not, let's not rehash that. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> oh. So, um, should we dive into some uh, some nugs? Yeah, do you have some nugs for us, Steve? I do have some nugs. And me with a nug. Taylor, what was our favorite show on Netflix? Um, Idris Elba. Does what? He... Oh, Bojack Horseman. Yes. You know the new Lion King movie? Yes. Uh, Amy, uh... Oh, shit, I always forget her name. Amy, S- Amy Sedaris? Amy Sedaris is playing a part in the new Lion King movie. Ooh. See what that means. 
that means Will Arnett's also going to be in it. Oh, my God. That would make the movie even ten times better. No, that means Princess Caroline might be a lion. Oh, Prince. Oh, she does play a good cat already. She does play a good cat. Oh, fish. If anyone says, oh, fish in this show, I'm going to lose my... Get your shit together, Yo, Simba. If, Simba, get your shit together. If Bojack doesn't make an appearance as a zebra... I'm walking out of this movie. You are Bojack goddamn zebra, man. Get your shit together. I, I w- thought that was a pretty cool, like, nug I saw online the other addition. day. Did you know that before I told you? Uh, I just read it earlier today. Oh. Yeah. I didn't read any further than the headline of Amy Sedaris. Yeah, neither did I. King. Because we don't know the part yet. Oh, they okay. won't reveal it. Oh, that's fair. I have uh, updates to podcast news okay i have an update to do you remember we did that story on chris hardwick how he may or may not be a sexual abuser oh yeah yeah yeah. um uh he just lost a fairly big podcast off of his network the todd glass show uh you might remember todd glass he was the first winner of last comic standing Mm -hmm. um but he's very progressive and i think he yeah i i couldn't find anything specifically to confirm this and i didn't want to listen to nine hours of his podcast to, to try to find out, but I think he specifically left the Nerdist Network because of Chris Hardwick. I don't th- think uh, Hardwick's even part of the Nerdist. He's still, I don't know, he's still doing the Idiot Show, which yeah, but is I think that's his. I think that's his own. Is it side project? I no, don't know. Like, like, I think he sold the Nerdist. Did he? And then he wanted to keep, he couldn't call his podcast mm-hmm. the Nerdist or whatever. So and he that's why it. he changed it? Yeah, he changed it to mm-hmm. Idiot or whatever. I know I was listening to the Todd Glass show, and one of they play songs, and one of the old songs mentions Chris Hardwick, and they all booed. And I was like, well, that's fair. That's, we'll yeah. However, I have good news. What's the Todd Glass show is moving to our favorite podcast network. Oh, uh, the last podcast network? I can't even say it right. Nope, it's Starburns. Uh, couldn't pick that one up. Sent an email. Didn't work. Um, so, so that's good. good that's for pretty them. cool. However, my favorite murder is leaving their network, and guess where they're coming to? Top five network. No, they made their own network. Uh, oh. It's called Exactly Right. But you know who's going to be on Exactly Right? Who? Not the top five network. Aww. So, uh, lots of podcast moves, none of it involving us. Yeah, one day we'll get Lisa Mattress to uh, be a sponsor. God, I want a sweet Lisa Mattress. I'm really thinking about ordering one. With their six foam cores. Yeah. Support core. God, why do I know so much about... Listen, my listeners can get 60% off notes. No, we can't do that. I would would love to. If we get that or MeUndies. What's that? Oh, you haven't heard my me undies? No, they're made out of micromoldal, which is uh, five times softer than cotton. Oh, yeah, and they have a diamond-shaped pocket for your junk. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. All right, well, uh, let's go to the next nugget. <laughs> Can we? There it goes. There we go. Oh my god, it happened. What happens? Okay, no, no, I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. I, was, I forgot the story. I forgot the story. So you know what trailer I've been watching almost every day? What trailers, dude? I can't believe I'm going to say this. Detective Pikachu. All right, Steve. Were you asking for a Detective Pikachu No, I movie? was not asking for it. Are you happy to get a Detective Pikachu uh, movie? Maybe. Yes, I kind of am right now because... Kind of into it. I'm really into it because it, it's live action. Which looks cool. Ryan Reynolds is playing Pikachu. Yup. <coughs> oh, excuse me. 
And it just looks funny. It's Pikachu fucking solving murders and shit. Yeah. Who wouldn't want that? I, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to go see this movie. Oh, I'm going to go see this movie. I want a, it's All right, part pop, of my childhood. Pop five at the movies. We haven't done that in a while. We haven't. Well, I was supposed to do it for some movies with you. We'll talk about that. Yeah. 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 But I'm really excited for uh, Detective Pikachu. I guess it's like a meme or something. I didn't. I don't oh, know. the Pikachu with his mouth open. Like, oh, surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Detective Pikachu? No, no, Detective Pikachu, I think there was a game where the... No. Detective Pikachu was a thing. Yeah. Like, I was not surprised to hear Detective Pikachu. Right now, there's a meme out where it surprised Pikachu. Oh, where, yeah, yeah, Where he's like, I shoot myself in the foot and it hurts. Surprise. Like, you know, it's like yeah. fake surprise. No. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I didn't ask for this movie. I'm going to go see it. Yeah, that's good. All right. I have a teaser for when we come back in January. We have a new segment called Pop Tries in which I make Steve do shit. And then we review the shit we had to do. Like, like, what do you mean? I don't know. We're going to find out. Why didn't you, like, ask me ahead of time? Oh, we, we, listen, I, we had to pull a lot of strings in here. All right. Next story. <laughs> That's the next. Sto- it. it won't work. There it goes. That's the next story. Um, what? No, you're, you're, you got a, you got another nugget? If not, I got a, I got a hot one. I don't have another nugget right now. Go. <laughs> Let me get my honey mustard nuggets here. Uh, I have a ton of new information about the Birds of Prey movie. Okay. Uh, it now has an official title, which yep. is insane. Have you heard this? No. What is it? Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. That's not what it's fucking called. Here's a picture of the script. Oh, my fucking God. Hang on. Let me look at this. Yep. Get in there. That's the script. Bullshit. I don't know what to tell you, man. If they just called the movie The Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, I would say that's cute, and I like it. But the fact that they... I feel like it's a studio note that they still have to call it Birds of Prey. Oh, my God. Even though Harley's not in Birds of Prey, she's in Gotham City Sirens. But whatever. So is she a villain? What? what mm-hmm. We don't have plot points, do we? No. Now, um, Steve, I have one thing I... I have one thing I really want, and I just want a little Batman. Like, they haven't cast Batman or said there's Batman. You know who I want in this is just just Bruce Wayne. Like, he doesn't have to put on the suit. He could be in the Batcave. That'd be cool. But just like someone being Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Steve, who do you want for Bruce Wayne? John Hamm. Oh, fuck. I was going to say John Hamm. I'll say Idris Elba. Uh, <laughs> black British millionaire. Who could it be? <laughs> you know who would be a great... Bruce Wayne, all honestly, if he wasn't Superman, mm-hmm. Henry Cavall. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think he would have been good at that. Um, but we also have uh, casting that uh, Cassandra Kane mm-hmm. will be in it. It doesn't say Batgirl Cassandra Kane. It just says Cassandra Kane, and she's played by Ella J. Basco, who is mostly an unknown. I'm trying to find a picture of her here. Ella. J. This is what professionals do ahead of time. Basco. A very professional podcast here. Very professional. Well, we don't have our guest fucking producer again. God damn ridiculous. Richard. Yep, no clue who she is. She's Asian. Yeah, she's not in anything. She was in an episode of Grey's Anatomy. She was in an episode of Veep. Yeah, nothing. Nothing major. Well, no they like to roles. cast, like, unknowns. It's good. 
You should get a, get some unknowns out there because a superhero movie, everyone's going to see this shit. Yeah, but it's DC. <laughs> uh, this is my hope for DC is that these standalone movies will be good because they don't have to tie into a bunch of other random bullshit. Like when Batman versus Superman has a scene where the Flash time travels into the Batcave and is like, something bad's going to happen. But then he has to wake up from a dream and you're like, why the fuck was that in this? Yeah, and then they didn't even tie in at all to anything. No, and it wasn't even the right Flash. <laughs> no, no, no. So that's that's all the nugs I have. Right, I got one more nug. Him. The uh, Red Dead multiplayer is coming soon. Yes, very soon. Uh, it'll be shortly after this episode. Yeah, we were talking about it off mic. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Pretty excited. They put out a list of what the game... Um, like titles are going to be like the titles of the different things you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, it basically looked like jibber jabber to me because it's just like, you know, basically mission names, but it looks like there's something kind of like a heist in there. Yeah. But the, a lot of it looks like just shootouts and races and stuff. I, I'm sure you could, you know, do your heist. You, you know, you, me, guest producer Richard. Yeah. We'll probably go rob a train or something. Absolutely. Build up a camp. The only thing I'm going to miss from GTA Online was we used to always rob the convenience store. And what's fun about that is leaving a guy in the car running and then getting in the car. Can't really do that with a horse. No. Unless you get like a cart. Could you get a stagecoach? <laughs> yeah, you could get a stagecoach and or like a, a wagon, but that's not exactly the fastest way to get out of there. Could, is, there a, is there a thing online where you can build a transcontinental railroad like... Colin Bohannon did. Oh, I bet there is. And then by the time you finish it, you just fall onto the floor crying because when Alexander, you know, saw the edge of the world and wept because there was nothing left to conquer. Or, um, hey. is there going to be a Swede? Oh, the fuck. I fucking, we fucking hate the Swede. Fucking hate the Swede. Who doesn't hate the Swede? What a great villain. He was a great villain. I can hate him. Because he's not even like a fun villain when you're like, hey, hey I want to be like the Swede. Like, no one wants to be no the Swede. No one wants to be the Swede. The Swede was a douche. He was a douche. So you ready to dive into our major yeah. top five stories let's, now? Let's hit our stories. All right, guys. You guys have been waiting for it. It's part three where Steve hates on Fallout 76. I played it. How'd it go, Steve? I fucking hated it. <laughs> Oh, yes, Steve? I hated it with a burning passion. And you know what? I tried to like it. And I just couldn't Steve, like it. What what turned you off to it? Because I have not played this yet. I was waiting on your review. It's a very empty wasteland, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Very empty. There's Listen, I know... Like in... Fallout 4, you know, you could just wander around, but you run into, you know, like, traders with those, like, double-headed cows or mm-hmm. a town with some people in it. Some And I didn't... You, you run into robots. Yeah. You're following someone's footsteps to see, whoa, what did the overseer do? Ooh, let's find out what she did. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I wasn't. Wait. So, in Fallout 3, you have to find your father. In Fallout 4, you have to find your son. In Fallout 76, you have to find the overseer. Yes. And in Fallout New Vegas, you're the motherfucking mailman. 
I never played it. New Vegas? No, I want to, though. It's the best story. It's not the best world, but it's the best story. Yeah. Because you, you have to, instead of, I gotta find my daddy, I gotta find my baby, I gotta find the overseer, it's, I gotta find the man who shot me in the head and buried me in a shallow grave. See, now that's a story. That's a cool story. But the problem with Fallout 76 is it's online. You, not everyone's gonna be playing the story at the same time, so you can't really have it. No, story. there there um there are like public events which are kind of cool. It was kind of interesting, but there wasn't enough people. Mm-hmm. And so you know, like Taylor, so you know, like when you blow up a game, it's like, hey, adjust, if you want to adjust your screen, yeah. make sure everything fits in your TV. Yeah, there's not an option for it. Oh, so it just so I got like stuff that's like cut off in the corners. Oh, that's bullshit. So I looked online to see if you can fix it. You can't fix it. That's insane. That's basic game stuff. Yeah. Um, Steve, did you have any interactions with other players? Yeah, I did. I was playing with our guest producer, Richard, drink. Every time you say Ever. guest producer, you got to drink. I'm joking. Because if we say oh, it all, stop. <laughs> we, uh, we, we say that too much. Watch out for snakes. Um, yeah. And um, we're playing, and we're in the wasteland, and these two guys just attack us. Mm-hmm. We're, like, we're level... I don't know, seven or eight. There's not much difference between me and Richard level-wise, but these guys were like 16, 20. Mm-hmm. What are you gaining off of us? Yeah, by just murdering He's you? Just murdering you. Is that all that happened? They just slaughtered you? And they slaughtered us like twice. What happens when you come back? Well, you can go pick up like your stuff if Ooh. they didn't already take it. Ooh. But you, we don't have anything good. Right. We don't have enough caps. Right. So you gotta like pick up the tin cups and pencils and shit. Yeah, find it around and your Nuka Cola bottles. You, you know what else bothered me in the game? Hmm. The fast travel. So you and I both played the board game. Yes, because we're nerds. It's a good game. It is a good game. We had fun playing it. Better than um that Cthulhu game. That game took a lot of work. Yeah, it took a lot of work, but that's a whole different story. But you know, like if you wanted to, like, could you fast travel in the board game? Not that I remember. No, what the heck were the caps for that? I don't remember what the caps were for that. Okay, anyway, you had to pay to fast travel in 76. That's stupid. Well, I don't know. Can you buy caps with human money? You can sell stuff to get caps. My question is like... Oh, like microtransactions? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't get that. Because that would be a reason to make, make you spend caps to fast travel. But I could see if you were fast traveling to a town, but to your own fucking cap... You yeah. got paid to get home. Yeah, and it's not like you're like, get on board the caravan and I'll take you there for five caps. Like you don't need to fast travel. You don't need to pay for the fast travel to the vault. That's free or this overseer's camp. Oh great! But but for your crap, you have to pay. That's confusing. Did you get nuked? No, I didn't get nuked. I didn't get that far. I feel, I feel like that's the end game. Well, they should. I saw a video where three guys launched a nuke at the same time and crashed a server. I heard about that. So. That's fun. Let me see what else. What else? The graphics aren't as good as 4. Okay. It's a little blurry, if you ask me. It's online, so it's it's usually a little slower. So. So, anyway. Also. Okay, if you haven't picked up Fallout in a long-ass time, like from, like, 4. Right. And you don't know how to turn your fucking flashlight on. <laughs> hold B? It is hold B. Okay. I had to look it up. Yeah. Because I couldn't fucking remember. And it's it's hard. I don't know. I'm, I'm concerned because I wanted this to be good. But I feel like it... I mean, did anyone play Elder Scrolls online? 
Uh, the King of the North did, Ben Tapia. Really? I only know... Oh, you said his name. Now he's got to come on the show. Um, I only know one guy who's who actually really played and got into it. So I'm worried this is going to be like that. I... So should I give my... <coughs> excuse me. Should I give the rating for it? Yeah. Yeah. How many tacos? I'm not giving it out of tacos. Tacos don't even deserve to rate the, this game. No tacos so, for this game. So okay. I'm going to rate it in what Fallout would rate it. Okay. Out of Nuka Cola bottles. Okay, how many Nukas we got? Two. Two. I'm Nukas just giving it. I'm giving five. it two out, out of five. five. Yeah. Out of five possible Nuka Cola bottles. Mm-hmm. You got two. You got two. They have the capstone on them. Yes. Right. I wouldn't just, drink them. I wouldn't drink them. They're radiated. Yeah, they are radiated, but that's what it is. That's what it is. Don't pick it up. It's not worth it. So if you want to play a multiplayer game, find some other game. It, uh, Red Dead's coming out. Red Dead's have, coming out. I've had nothing but fun with Red Dead Story. Oh, Steve, I meant to ask you off air. Have you found anything paranormal yet? In Red Dead? No. Oh, boy. I'll have to, I'll have to look there's, into that. There's some paranormal things. Oh, shit. Okay, I got to start playing that game again. Yeah, I found a ghost train. And I got, Fuck. Yeah, I got I got video of it. Did you get murdered by it? No, 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 no. It just it, it floated right by because, like, I was coming up to up a bridge mm-hmm. that would go over the tracks, and I stopped because I heard the train coming, and I just turned to look, and it was uh, a like the blue outline of a train, but it was translucent. Yeah, and there's all the smoke billowing, and it was super loud, and I was like, "What the fuck?" My horse reared. Do you know what that reminds me of? Hmm. You you seen Hey Arnold, right? Yes. You know, I'm scary episode. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. The 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 train. Yeah, that they, goes off the track because yep. the conductor is crazy. And during the uh, credits, you actually see a ghost train. Yeah, because during the, in the in the episode, it was like, nah, this train goes down to the foundry. That's why it smells like you know brimstone. You smell that? It smells like rotten eggs, right? Yeah, yeah. that's a good episode. All right, Taylor, what was your story? Uh, for my story here, number two here, um, Netflix has acquired the rights to the Roll Doll. Uh, books to turn into uh, uh, movies or TV shows. So that's actually a lot of things that have already been movies, such as Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or Matilda or the BFG, the Big Fucking Giant. That's not right. Big Friendly Giant. (laughs) Sorry, I had to to double check that one. Uh, The Twits, The Witches, um, lots of Lots of uh, kids movies. Okay, it's it's kind of in the in between spot of when kids movies really weren't for kids. Yeah, like a lot of those stories are are now on Netflix, so they could go in a lot of different places. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, but the doll family sold uh, everything to Netflix because after the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie with Johnny Depp. They hated it so much. They said no more movies, and there haven't been. Isn't until that now. The, isn't that like the correct title though? Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Yes. Yeah, yes. They just really didn't like that movie. Same with uh, you know how there's no other than the Grinch. There really aren't any. Oh, that just came out this year. What the new Grinch movie? Yeah, the new Grinch movie. I heard mm. it's good. Yeah. Um, but there's a uh, after Cat in the Hat, no more uh, no more Doctor Seuss book movies. Until this Grinch, because it was so bad. What would you... Okay, first off, I don't mean to go off on another tangent, but what other Dr. Seuss movie actually works? Other than like, like okay, not movie, like 
story-wise. Horton hears a who? Okay, that worked. I mean, I don't need to see the Butter Battle book turn into a movie, but but I think there's a few things in there. Um, Green Eggs and Ham probably wouldn't work as a movie. No. I don't even know what the hell you would do in that movie. I, I don't think it would work as a short film. No. Maybe a short film. All right, but anyway. Some things should be books. But I'm actually looking forward to this because I think these are great stories, and I think they're also Netflix's children's content is a little um, stupid, in my opinion, and I I think this could be uh, a lot better. I recently, with a child, watched um, a decent chunk of, uh, I don't remember the, uh, uh, it's called Gnome Alone, and it was about garden gnomes helping to defend um, an old house against aliens. It was actually, right? Okay, yeah, continue. Like, it's kind of a cool idea, but I wasn't crazy about the execution. That's, um, all right. So now they have, what's this called again? I forget the. The Roll Doll. The Roll Doll. Yep. They have the Witcher series. They got Mark Miller or. Uh, the the Miller verse the Miller verse so you get Kick Ass and uh, Kingsman Kingsman um, some other stuff I, I was never that into them cool Ki- other comic books yeah. I don't think they have the Kingsman no I don't think they do they got Kick Ass though yeah it's it's a lot of it's most of it which you probably could turn into a, a pretty decent TV show I would watch that show I would watch that but it's got it's gotta be like TVMA for yeah. sure they've got um actually upcoming they uh. They filmed Bruce Springsteen on Broadway. Did you hear? You were a Bruce Springsteen guy, Steve. I listened to yeah, I listened okay. to him. Um, he was doing a a show on Broadway. It was like one or two shows a day. Oh, like, really? Yeah, yeah, like six days a week. Oh. And he was basically just him, a guitar, no band, and he'd be like, "Oh, I just wanted to tell my stories and come out here. I remember when the Thunder Road was rolling and the thing, and anyway." Here's Thunderbolt, and like he'd like tell a little story, yeah. and then play like whatever he felt like playing. And he was like, "I used to make songs about how my daddy was, a, you know, working in a job. I never had a job. This is my, this is my first job." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" Mm. So, but uh, tickets were a billion dollars. So Jesus. I'm glad Netflix decided to film that one. Yeah, and Netflix, if you're listening, maybe uh, take a shot at Hamilton real quick. You know, maybe film that because. Those tickets are very expensive. Yeah, those are very expensive. It's in yeah. Buffalo right now. Yeah, I couldn't justify it. $170 a ticket. You sound like me when the Chili Peppers came here. I couldn't justify that either. I wanted to go so bad. How much were the Chili Peppers? I remember you were you were <sighs> upset. I want to say 175 maybe a little bit more. Can't justify yeah, it. Yeah, me and Chris and Connor, we, we just couldn't justify it. Was anyone opening for them? I don't remember. Yeah, it's just... If they ever come back through, maybe I'll cough up the money and see them. I spent, I think, $80 on Bob Dylan tickets. That's but not bad. Elvis Costello was opening for him, mm-hmm. and he was amazing. Oh, I bet you, well, that sounds pretty cool. Oh, yeah. It was super cool. Uh, Bob Dylan sucked. It's the worst concert I've ever been to. Like, the worst mm-hmm. performance I've ever seen was Bob Dylan. I include bar bands. Like, just bands I've accidentally seen. Bob Dylan was the worst. But Elvis Costello was fantastic. So, is there any... um? Like release news for nothing. They just they just, just made the deal. I think deal. today. Oh damn! So uh, all right, or a few days ago. A few days ago. Yeah. All right. Um. But yeah, they just made that deal. So that's 
something to look forward to. That's very cool. Very cool. Netflix is trying to build their content up. Yep. They're trying to – right now they're spending uh, billions, like like a lot of money. I saw the number and I went, how much? Um, excuse me, on acquiring rights and also on creating new content because – the way it's going, they're going to lose a lot of stuff as all these networks decide to be their own streaming service. Mm-hmm. And as they lose things, even to Hulu and Netflix, Doctor Who. What's, um, what's Doctor Who on now? Uh, Prime. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, and then they also lost How I Met Your Mother. That's on Hulu, though. That's on Hulu. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, everything's on something. Yeah. They're just all on different yeah, But things. you don't want, like... Eventually, oh god, could you imagine just paying for like? It'll, it'll probably like equal. Cable. It'll probably be, be like, equal like a cable bill it'll be at like the end cable. of the day. But like, I try to get away from cable, yeah. and now I'm paying almost as much. I just got Hulu because I got a deal with Spotify mm-hmm. where I get them both for a discounted price. That's not bad. No, it's it's quite good. Um, I was surprised. I was like, oh, well, shit, yeah, why not? Because I was <sighs> stealing it before, and now I'm giving it. There you go. Now I'm on top. Good for you. Thanks, buddy. All right. You want to take a quick break real quick? Yeah, let's take a quick break. All right, guys. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Oh, my God. I forgot how loud that was. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, it's behind the scenes right there. <laughs> so, um, Alan, Alan, could you turn it down in Steve's cans? So, um, Dale, I have a question for you. I have an answer. What does Satan do every night before he goes to bed? Uh, what's that? He checks his closet for Doom Guy. Oh, Doom Guy. <laughs> so, I've been playing the 2016 version of Doom. Uh-huh. I'm on a high right now. You I'm in a huge high. fucking high from high Doom. High on that BFG. Oh, big fucking giant. I mean, big fucking gun. Yeah, both. <laughs> And you're like, Steve, why are you talking about a game from two years ago? Yes, One, dude. because I got it for $20 when I worked at the, at the R. Oh, good call. And two, it's taken a long time for me to fucking play this game and find time to play this game and finally beat it. I beat it over Thanksgiving. Welcome to Steve's old ass games today, Doom. <laughs> and I loved it. Yeah? You yeah. Like I'm not it? reviewing the game. No, no, no. I'm, ta- okay. I'm getting ready to talk about Doom Eternal, the okay. sequel to the new Doom, to the new Doom reboot series. I'm so excited. Okay. You tell. So, so what? <laughs> fuck it. So I barely made it mm-hmm. into the the new Doom. What's going on with Doom Eternal? So after, you let me spoil the game for you. Does Doom Guy die? No, he does not die. You can't kill Doom Guy. That's why I'm like, then what? <laughs> so he gets sent back to hell at the end of the game, mm-hmm. and then you somehow end up on Earth where hell has invaded. Okay. For Doom Eternal. I'm excited. I'm, I'm into that. Super excited. They rebrought. They brought back some classic characters from the original Doom Two game, Doom, like Doom Guy, in a different color. No, no, I mean like like demons and shit. Oh, okay. There's like this arachnid bug or something, and they have beholders. I remember. Yeah. Those. yeah. Oh, dude, you, your super shotgun mm-hmm. has like a meat hook now. What? Yeah. So you gotta watch the gameplay so you can launch yourself. Mm-hmm. Like it grabs onto the said demon yeah. and it launches at the demon and it brings you with it yeah and then you can just blow it to pieces i it's so satisfying i really enjoyed like kicking demons heads off and like karate chopping yeah. them in half and shit that was the highlight of the game guns were secondary for me no i'd rather do gl- uh, 
glory gory kills glory i think glory kills. glory yeah where you can just like like you said you just rip open their heads and yeah. and then they're like here's some health and i'm like i would have done it for free i would done exactly oh here's some armor you want some armor i would have done that for free too done it for free do you get get your chainsaw and you'll oh that chainsaw i love the chainsaw so satisfying yes it was. i just think there should be more games when you can just where you can just straight up murder a lot of shit and I don't want to feel bad about it at all. So, like um, Wolfenstein, Nazis don't feel bad about no, it at all. And Put their heads on pikes and make their children. By watch. the way, I'm trying to keep my high from playing Doom. So I reinstalled Wolfenstein to the new Colossus or whatever. Colossus, so, yeah. trying to keep that high going. You got to keep it going, Steve. You got to keep that adrenaline. So, up. I go from killing demons to Nazis. I guess I don't really see a difference there. No. No, that's the thing. I don't feel bad about no, it either. I, no, I feel drive. good about both. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to feel good about killing things because I've been playing Red Dead and I'm like, this guy had a family. Fuck, what did I do? Why did I murder this man for three dollars and some horse oil? What the fuck? Whereas opposed to, I'm gonna punch this fucker's head off and exactly. it's gonna be great. And dude, it looks fan. Dude, the graphics for Eternal look amazing. I don't know what they did the gameplay on. I think it was on PC probably or. Maybe the one, but it looks oh, it looks amazing. Misha Cat's going crazy Misha, again. Who said the MK Ultra word? We still can't figure out what that word is. She's been, she's been wacky all day. I don't know where it is. She in heat? No, she doesn't do that. She's fixed. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Apologize. Because she used to, she used to do that. It was. She drove. She was. I had her over at my parents' house, and yeah. she was like chasing my dad around. My dad's like, get, get your get. Get your cat! Get your cat! It's trying to rape me! Get your cat! Get out of your cat! That's my dad. He has trouble talking sometimes. (laughs) Get get, 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 get cat! I don't think there's cats in Doom, though. They probably wouldn't last too long. Hellcats. So. That's okay. Cats would be rolling hell. Who are we kidding? Probably. That's it, man. That's That's it. Doom. Okay. Doom. I don't know what else you want to hear from it. I'm no, pretty sure they'll bring it. back the BFG. Yeah. I'm and ready. It's Doom Guy. I'm super, super excited guy. for Doom Guy. All right, Taylor. What's your next story? Okay, my next story. I have. Um, I didn't come up with a fun name for the segment, but I've, I've been to the movies a few times, and I'm going to call the segment uh, The Good, The Bad, and... Uh, I saw some movies. All right. So, uh, but Steve, dealer's choice. Do you want the good first or the bad first? Let's get the bad out of the way. Let's get the bad out of the way. I saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, did you? I did. It sucks. I hated it. Hated every second of it. I was bored. I wanted to leave. Like, was it really that bad? The only good thing, and and I know, I think Mark Bernardin said this, um, and I specifically skipped his review because I'm like, he doesn't like anything. But he was like, yeah, there's Queen songs in it. And you know what? There's Queen songs in it, and that's cool. But as a story, like as an arc, mm-hmm. this movie has no fucking clue what it's trying to do. Wasn't it the whole point of it was they're like leading up to like Live Aid or whatever? Yeah, the climax and literal end is Live Aid. The denouement, I guess, would be Freddie Mercury went on to, do, you know, when they put like, like words mm-hmm. up on the screen, they're like, you know. Bluto went on to become governor of whatever, and uh, this guy and his legend is legendary. That kind of stuff. William Wallace's pieces were cut into pieces and then flown to the four corners of England. Like, that stuff they put at the end of 
biopics. Yes. That's that's at the end because this movie's very cliche, but it ends with them at Live Aid. It ends as Live Aid ends. Um which is a weird climax for the career of Queen because it was just it's just it's just a Queen movie. It's cuz it's not is it right or is it all about it's not about Mercury. It is in, almost entirely about Freddie Mercury. It suffers from the same problem The Doors does. Where it's entirely about Jim Morrison. That movie could have been called Jim, Jim Morrison. Morrison. Yeah. Okay. This movie could have been called Mercury. Well, did you see? You saw The Doors then, right? I did. Real quick, which one did you like better? Uh, I like The Doors better, and I fucking hate The Doors. I have to. I have seen the bo- band, not the movie. The movie's pretty good. The yeah. Band, I fucking hate The Doors. Whereas I love Queen. I really didn't care for this movie. It just doesn't know. Like what it is. What it is. So it starts off as the band meets, and I'm like, okay, so this is going to be a a whole career movie. It's kind of like Freddie Mercury throwing baggage at the airport, and then he meets Brian May and two other guys whose names you get through the whole movie with and not remembering. I think one of them is named Roger. I don't know. I'm positive. And And then, like, it skips them touring around the world, and it skips them cutting their first few albums, and then it goes into detail about cutting Bohemian Rhapsody. Like how they recorded it and how they did the different um, like sounds, like sounds and stuff, and how it was received. And I'm like, okay, we have two different movies now. We have the story of how Queen got together. That's one movie. Now we have the story of recording Bohemian Rhapsody. That's movie number two. But they're all doing it in like montages. So like they go out on tour, montage. They record Bohemian Rhapsody, montage. Bohemian Rhapsody gets reviewed, montage. And this drives me up the wall. They didn't earn this. I almost left. Mike Myers is in the movie. Yeah. And he has a lot of um, like fake beard and they kind of try to make him not look like Mike Myers. And he's like the mean record executive. And he's like, your single can't be Bohemian Rhapsody. No one's going to listen to an 11-minute song or 6-minute song or whatever. And he's like, this isn't what people are going to bang their heads to in the car. Which is a Wayne's World yeah, joke. Yeah, it's a Wayne's World, yeah. They didn't earn that Wayne's World joke. No. They didn't earn it. And then the rest of the movie is, Freddie Mercury does drugs. The rest of the band isn't even in it. I'm like, what is happening? And they're like, Freddie's got, they, they, Freddie's got AIDS. I'm like, okay. Did they the even book, touch that? They, they were like, Freddie's got AIDS. And the band is like super supportive of him having AIDS, and and I'm like, yeah, this is this is a weird arc. And then they're like, can we do Live Aid? We've got to do Live Aid. Is it gonna work? Because Freddie can barely sing, and I'm like, Freddie can barely sing. They cut like two more albums after that, and one of them was the show must go on, a song about Freddie's dying, a song that's never played in the movie. That's what the credits should have rolled over. Instead, it was Don't Stop Me Now, which is a great song, but not what I would have done. Um, it, it's just, it, I'm bummed. Steve, I just wanted more. I just wanted more. I wanted either, they should have either really done a full span of career, which goes past Live Aid, mm-hmm. and then we could deal, the end could be Freddie Dies, which is a very dramatic ending to a band that clearly has already a dramatic arc. Yeah, well, you think they should have just stuck to either a Queen movie, mm-hmm. or they should have just done... A Freddie Mercury biopic. Absolutely, one or the other. One or the other. Fine. You can't. You can't do half this and half that. I think if it was the Queen movie, actually was the Queen movie, and we didn't follow Freddie pretty much the entire time, and it ended at Live Aid, I'd say absolutely that is a crescendo for that band. But it's not. It's 
really the Freddie Mercury movie, which should end when Freddie ends, not at Live Aid. Mm-hmm. Or they could super focus it and be all about how they recorded, you know, Day at the Races and just be, a, you know, a bottle picture where they're in this, you know, farmhouse trying to record this crazy song, Bohemian Rhapsody. Or it could be how they were trying to get back together, get Freddie back on the clean and narrow with AIDS, try to play Live Aid. That would have been a story. I would have started at Live Aid and went for the till the end until Freddie died. Okay. That would have been my movie. It was here they are at this peak, and here they are dealing with the fact that their lead singer and friend is dying in front of them and struggling to record albums. Because, like, the dude could barely stand when he recorded uh, Show Must Go On, which is an incredibly vocally demanding song. I would have loved to see that movie. I didn't get to see any of that shit. Um, but they did play Hammer to Fall, which is my favorite Queen song. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So what would you give it out of? What are you rating this out of? Um, I will go with. You want to do gold records for it? Yeah, we'll do gold records. Out of out of five gold records, it gets one gold record. Holy fuck! For okay. playing Queen songs during the Queen movie, they didn't fuck that up. All right, let's let's, let's hear the good. Oh wait, Taylor, before we hear the good, yeah, I want to tack on to this movie story with you at, okay. after the, the good here. Do you, do you want to do the ugly? No. Okay. Because you got something to tack on? Yeah. Alright, we'll tack it. Alright. Um, so the good, I saw Overlord. Alright. Uh, Overlord is a World War II movie about a squadron of uh, 101st Airborne that gets, they're supposed to, their, their job is they get dropped into occupied France to knock out this uh, radio tower that's um, in a in like a an old church, and they have to knock out this tower by six a.m. Uh, or else the troops won't be able to like they won't be able to bomb this area. And then when the troops get up the beach, they'll all get killed. Okay. So we have a very specific mission here: knock out the tower by six a.m. But of course, like every movie, their plane gets shot out down as they're uh, you know landing as they're dropping out of them. They're all trying to. Get parachute, out the parachute out, yeah. and then they land in the water or in a tree and only a few of them get together um but then when they get to this town they realize it's not just a small occupied village in nazi germany or nazi france they're getting the, the uh the local population is being brought in for tests and they're kind of making these monsters out mm-hmm. of the local populace and doing stuff and there's a lot of really cool um monster effects like conventional monster makeup and it has a few cool moments that reminded me a lot of reanimator um oh i remember that movie now yeah a yeah. lot of stuff like reanimator but it also has a lot of cool like just band of brothers type stuff like, yeah it is more a cool world war ii story than it is uh, a horror movie mm-hmm. like it does have scary moments but a lot of it's very action based oh, that's pretty cool yeah i was real grossed out by some stuff uh, and also, uh, there's a lot of spitting. Like, people just spit a lot in the movie. I don't know why. Okay. Not even... I just I spit. There's just a lot of spitting for different reasons. I was like, I guess someone in the script just likes writes, he spits. He spits. Okay. Because there's a lot that's of people spitting. And I was just... The whole time, Are they chewing? No, that's the thing. They're just spitting. No. Because I thought that too. I was like, well, maybe they're... Well, she's not. She just spit. Why'd she... Because they're like, are you a Nazi? And she's like, no. <laughs> Nazis. I'm like, 
yeah, poof, Nazis. And they're, like, spitting in people's faces, and then, mo- like, monsters are spitting. And I'm like, why is everyone spitting? Keep it in your mouth. This is gross. That's kind of that's weird. Yeah, yeah it's funny weird. at the same time. It was weird. Um, Yeah, but I really enjoyed it. They had some, not just zombies, which I think are kind of played out now. They had, like, fun monsters. Okay. Yeah. So, because uh, Abrams did the movie, right? Uh, yeah, he, he executive produced, I think. So I don't know how much he actually had involved. Mm-hmm. But it, it was good. It, it, it kind of reminded me of a, I don't know, like, not a almost a Spielberg touch to it. Oh, really? I don't. I didn't recognize the guy who directed, um, and I didn't know anyone in the movie, which was nice. It was nice. I wanted. I wanted to see that. I'll yeah. wait for it to come out on video. It definitely worth watch on video. I enjoyed it in theaters, but definitely at least a video look. Okay. What'd yeah. you give that out of? Um, out of uh, five reanimated heads, mm-hmm. I will give that four reanimated heads. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, the extra reanimated head would be. I would like more reanimated heads. I heard they. I heard. I was reading a story where they somehow you could retcon it to make it like a Cloverfield movie or something. Someone was talking about how they thought it was a Cloverfield movie, and uh, guest producer Richard actually said he thought maybe it was a Wolfenstein movie, but they couldn't get the rights to Wolfenstein. Oh, that'd be badass! But no characters are really yeah. But you like need you need Blaskovitz. you need Blaskovitz in it. There, there was one thing, and I felt like an asshole. But I was like, why is there a black guy in the hundred first Airborne? They were segregated in the forties. And then the drill sergeant comes out. And he's like, "You will jump out that plane." I'm like, "He's black too." There's no black officers in 1945 Army, and they went. I guess I'll just suspend disbelief on that because I suspended it on the fucking zombies. Yeah, that's true. I'm just like, all right, I'm all the right. asshole. I'm the asshole in this situation. All right. Yeah, I recommend it. I okay. recommend it. Oh, Steve, what do you have to, what do you, what do you tack in here, buddy? Uh, the Outlaw King. Oh, did you watch it? I did watch it. I watched it as well. I fucking loved it. I had a real good time. Did you, th- did you think, um, uh, Chris Pine didn't have a lot of lines in that movie. Like he did not have a ton of dialogue. No, he did not have a ton of dialogue. He just and said this, you know, be cool. I'm gonna keep this short because I, it was because this is your segment. No, no, please. And dude, I totally forgot. I forgot too because as you're mentioning, like I saw some movies, like oh fuck, I should have done the Outlaw King first story, but so I'm just gonna tack onto it. We'll do it now. I, I loved it, like I said, and it was like a direct sequel. To Braveheart. It ends when William Wallace dies. Yeah. Well, well, it, or it's sorry. Where it, does it begin? Because I can't figure out. It begins right before William Wallace dies. Okay. So did Scotland surrender? I don't know why I'm doing this in quotations. Yeah. Because yeah, the, the nobles surrendered at, while Wallace was in hiding. Okay. And then they and capture. And they capture Wallace. Because you see, you see his arm. You you actually can see his head later too. It's barely. It's this tracking shot through London. Then it's just like London, England. But if you don't read the title, London, England, yeah, you can see up in the corner. There's this head on a pike. No, on really? London Bridge, and it says Wallace underneath. Oh shit! But yeah, they William Wallace got torn apart and drawn um, quartered. Yeah, his parts were sent to the four corners of England. His arms and legs were sent to the four corners of England and then his head was put on a pike on London Bridge. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, you see his arm nailed up to a wall. And that's what gets um, a Robert the Bruce, Chris Pine's character, yeah. all fired up again. He gets all fired up. Um, it, I, 
I loved it. I really enjoyed seeing more of that history. Oh, so did I. Because I didn't know when the move when this movie came out. I didn't know it was gonna be a a sequel to yeah, I didn't Braveheart. Know. I thought it was gonna be take place during that same time, but from Robert the Bruce's perspective. Yeah. So I kept seeing this like Harry Woolley guy in the trailer. I'm like, I bet that guy's William Wallace because Wallace was, you know. Unlike Mel Gibson, a fucking barbarian animal. He made a belt out of uh, a commander's skin. Do you really? Yeah, he's oh, a fuck. He's a fucking animal. So like, it's it's how, how true is Braveheart that like not true at all? Okay. And, uh, there's um I think the first or second battle they fight. The name of it is like the battle on the bridge, and neither of those battles take place on a bridge. <laughs> like the reason they won was the bridge collapsed. Yeah, but okay, so. One of my favorite characters from Game of Thrones is in it. He finally became king. Finally got to be king. Good old Stannis. Stannis the Manus, king of England now. He was, he was good. I thought that was funny. I didn't recognize him at first, and I'm like, he seems so Blackfish shows up. Yep. Um. Uh. The guy who played Vincent in Doctor Who is in it. They got every British actor. Oh they yeah, find. except for Chris. Chris Pine's American, uh, right? Yeah, I believe he's American. Yeah. Uh, good Scottish accent. Good Scottish accent. Maybe though. that's why he didn't have so many lines because it was hard to. That Scottish accent. Probably, but He'd, it was a fantastic. Oh, so great! I would like to watch Brave. It would be a five-hour movie night, but I'd like to watch Braveheart and then immediately afterwards watch Outlaw King. Oh, that's, that'd be pretty cool. I like. There's this point where he's trying to motivate his army, mm-hmm. and he just barely does a decent dude. Job of he it. gets his ass handed to him in that. It's not even a battle, dude. No. It's a surprise attack. Yeah, and like half his army gets like. Yeah, he wasted. Gets, he gets beat up by a different Scottish clan. Yeah, that was rough. Because he killed some other Scottish. Yeah. Because he wanted to keep the peace or something. Because uh, they were rivals. They to were the rivals. Throne. Yeah. Because the Scottish throne is. There's actually a scene in Braveheart where they're all waving like uh, scrolls around, like we truly have. Then Wallace just walks out. He's like, I don't have time for this. Uh, but that's them fighting over who is king. And Robert the Bruce, ancestor of Scotty Bruce. True story. Really? Yeah, he's got a he's got a lion tattooed on him. I didn't know fucking that. Yeah. Oh, shit. Somewhere Scott, in there. Scott, I apologize. Somewhere in there, in the line of kings to Scotland, is old Scotty Bruce. All right. Um, sorry, that's inside baseball again. But uh, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I had a good time the entire time. Would you watch it again? I'd watch it again. I, I would watch it. Again. I want to watch it again. So what should I, I was hammered when I watched. What it. should I rate this out of? What do you think the best? I would say. Out of William Wallace's heads, I would say out of William Wallace's heads, four and a half William Wallace's heads, four, four. I, it's up to you. I would say I, I'm going with four William Wallace's heads. I'm gonna go four, and I. But I would say four. It's Netflix, so remember this is a TV movie. Yeah, a hundred Wallace heads out of five oh, for a TV movie. Yeah. That was- it was done. I, I mean, Battle of the Bastards is probably the best TV war we'll ever have. Uh, until this new uh, season. We'll see. We'll see. I know, right? I don't know if it can get as dirty in the mud as, as How Battle about when, of the you know, when Jon Snow rises from the mud? Oh, that overshot where all the bodies are around him and all the people are grabbed at him. He's like just trying to breathe. Yeah. That is some of the best, that best. cinema. That guy's doing movies now. The guy that directed that episode. They're like, yeah. Yeah, you're doing you're a movie. Doing All right. All right, Taylor, you want to take our last break? Yep, let's take our last break. All right, guys, we'll be right back. 
we are back for our final story, guys. And this one's going to be a little somber. It's going to be some sadness. It's a sad story. You guys probably thought, why didn't you open the show with this? And because we didn't want to. We didn't want to. We can't start on a down note. No, we can't. We sure can't end on one. Stanley. We're going to talk about some Stanley now. The man, the myth, the legend. The man who created so many comic book heroes that we can now watch on TV, movies, read, Marvel Comics. Taylor. Steve, our true father has died. <sighs> he passed. Grieve, grieve with me, brother. Passed away after um, some heart failure and respiratory issues. That we found out today what his uh, cause of death was. Yeah, that's that's why we're bringing it up now, and we just haven't had an episode since. And uh, it's a bummer, Steve. I'm not okay. No, I wasn't okay. Someone called me and woke me up from a nap and was like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "Well, what's going on?" I'm like Stan Lee's dead. I'm like, no. No. And then I got the text from you. Just kind of pulled that blanket right back over my head, and I was like, yep, going back under here. And I was in shock. I was working. I was like, I don't want to work right now. I'm going to go home and cry. Yeah. Watch a shit ton of Marvel movies. Yeah. Yep. It was uh, it was bad. It was hard, and it hurt. And um, I think... Judging by the world's reaction to a 95-year-old man taking his natural course, um, you can see how much influence he had on all of us. I would, We would not be here doing this now. No, we wouldn't be. Um, uh, he, um, he brought us a lot of our favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I and- mean... Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, Thor, uh, Iron Man. X-Men. Doctor Strange. Yeah, that sounds right. I know Ditko drew him, but I I don't know if Ditko wrote him. Um, Yeah, it's it's just... It's a lot of characters, and it's a lot of fun, but it's also... As a kid, I couldn't... We used to go to the comic book store, uh, me and a buddy of mine, when we were little kids, and because you could just let children roam back then. Yeah. And we used to go through the bins of the cheapest possible comics, and they were all from, like, the 70s. And we used to – I was a Marvel. Make mine a Marvel. Uh, But I was a Marvel zombie, and I would pull all the cheapest ones I could. And in the back of all the um, Marvel comics was Stan's soapbox, and you could read a little message from Stan. And I – all I knew him from was Stan. He's in the soapbox. He owns Marvel is what I thought. Yeah. At the time, at those during those comics, he was editor-in-chief. Um, but it's it's weird to have, um, just from reading those and other stuff, to have this voice in your head of uh, someone telling you this, this kind of stuff, these small moral tales, uh, and, and then being like, learning later, that's a real guy. He's in stuff. You can see him. Um, and then now having to deal with that voice not existing anymore. It's a, or at least not being new. It's really sad. It's a real bummer. It's a real bummer. I'm bummed out. And that's why, Steve, it's time.
Welcome to Top 5 Takeover. I'm your host, Taylor Metris. With me today is our special guest, Steve Roselli. We're counting down your Top 5 Stanley cameos. Steve, how you feeling right now? I'm ready. All right. I'm ready are you, to do this. Are you ready? Steve, what is your number 5 Stanley cameo? We just watched it probably over an hour ago. I have to say his cameo in The Simpsons. In The Simpsons, where he tries, he won't leave the comic shop. He won't leave comic book guy alone. And he tries to turn into the Hulk at the end. Does not work. This is the same episode that Homer gets mad and ter- falls into a, a pool of green paint. And it was and an angry dad. Out. Yeah. It was angry dad. It was angry dad. And uh, there's a part where um, Stan Lee tries to force the thing into a Batmobile. Yep. And it. He, and he just, he just it doesn't breaks work. this kid. He, He's like, it's better. Oh my Wouldn't God. you prefer a marble? <laughs> he poor kid cries and that, laughs. That is one of the most stand things. Like I always remember he goes, you can get better comics here than at our distinguished competition, which was like the code word for DC. Yeah. Is like, he was a, a drummer for Marvel. Get on board. The Marvel magical. What was it? The... The Merry Marvel Marching Band. Come on in. You could join the fan club and shit. Is that a thing? Yeah, the Merry Marvel Marching Band. It's what he called the fan club. Oh, shit. And uh, and it was just uh, such a drummer for not just comic books, but also Marvel. Marvel. Because someone made this point to me earlier. They were like, you would never be like, I prefer Warner Brothers movies over Paramount movies. You just like movies. You just like movies. Yeah, you can't just say, I I like Warner Brothers. Okay. Whereas Stan was like, Make mine a marvel. All right, Taylor, what's yours? My number five is Fantastic Four. Uh, Stan Lee is a mailman. Oh, I forgot about that one. That's a good one. So uh, Reed Richards come back, comes back to the uh, the Baxter building and stands in there. He's like, hey, Dr. Richards, I still got your mail. And like he hands him a box and then walks away. But as as a current mailman, I can remember me and Stan had the same job for a day. Yeah, we we both had the same job, so yeah, yeah. Oh shit, I forgot about that one. It's a good one. That's a good one. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off the, that one. Okay. Um, Civil War, where he plays the FedEx guy. Oh, a package for, uh, for Tony, Tony Stank. Stank. Yeah, got a package for Tony Stank. Yep, this is Tony Stank. This is Tony, right yeah, here. right here. Thank He's you right for here. that. Thank you for that. <laughs> and it, that's kind of a bummer moment at the end where, like, like uh, the, the, the Avengers broke up. Yeah, War Machine's trying to learn how to walk again. Yeah, oh, my God, yeah. He's, I got a package for Tony Stank. That was just classic fun. It was just too funny. Oh, I love that. That's a good one. That was a good one. All right, my number four is um, Iron Man 1, I believe, where uh, Tony Stark says... Oh, looking good, Hef. And Hugh Hefner turns around and Stan with, oh, a, with a pipe yeah. and a smoking jacket. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, you know what? They are about the same age. Maybe he's not. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. Yeah, that's true. That's that's a good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what are we? Number three number now? Three now. All right. Here we go. His, I think he. Yeah, I think he was in this. The cameo in the Spider-Man game that just came out. The new one? The new one. You two were always my, my favorite yep, couple. Yep. That, that was, was amazing. I did not expect that. Didn't see it coming. And that was an awesome, like, quick cameo. Yeah, he was like a short order cook where they were. He's credited as short order cook. Oh, is he really? Yeah, I was looking through the credits to find him. And um, 
He's just in their favorite restaurant. He's like, you guys are always my favorite couple. <laughs> it's true because he liked. He always like connected to Spider Man and yeah. Mary Jane and all that. So I think in a lot of ways, Spider Man was his character because it's a character that he could relate to. Yeah, it's a character who has problems, and that's a very stand thing. Is to add DC characters are a thousand powers and one flaw. Whereas Marvel characters are a thousand flaws and one power mm-hmm. and trying to make that work. Um, so that's why one of the reasons I think Spider-Man is even fucking even Thor, like even these, you know, Tony Stark's an alcoholic narcissist. Oh yeah. Like even these super strong characters are deeply flawed and that's what makes them work. All right. All right, um, my my number three, um, which I promised not to forget until right now. Fuck, hang on. My number oh my number three is uh, uh, Thor Ragnarok. He plays the hair cutting oh guy. He God, cuts yes. those hair. So it's Stan, and he's wearing like this like space goggles, and he has this big machine that like has full of wheeling blades and stuff and. And, and Thor's like, not my hair. Thor's like, please, good sir, not my hair. And he goes, Hold, stand still. My arms aren't as strong as he's like. My hands aren't as sturdy as they were. And he just shaking with this big murder machine. And he gets to cut Thor's hair. That was awesome. It was an awesome moment. Great cameo. That made me happy. All right, my number two is Guardians two. Oh, good one. Where he's talking to the Watchers. He's like, yes. this one time I was a whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, one time I was a FedEx delivery man. And one time, and he's like telling the stand story to Uatu, the Watcher. And it's just funny. Just and then you get that theory that he was always like one of the Watchers or whatever. Mm. I think it's like a fan theory somewhere. I'm into that. I'm going to check that out. So that one's pretty cool. That's where he is now. With the Watchers. And he is with the Watchers right now. My number two is from the Eric Bana Hulk movie. Where I don't remember this Stan movie. Stan plays... This is the first Stan cameo I ever saw. And I went, holy shit, that's Stan Lee. Um, uh, he uh, stands a security guard. And he walks out of the building. And he goes, oh, hey, Dr. Banner. And then he goes back to talking to this huge other security guard he's like we gotta beef up security here and the other security guard is Lou Ferrigno <laughs> and I, I turned to I saw it with my aunt because mm-hmm. I was a child and I was like that's Stanley and she goes that's Lou Ferrigno <laughs> oh my god okay my number one oh you got that okay my number one is the first time where I ever found out who Stanley was okay Spider-Man the Animated Series, the series finale. That's right. Doesn't Spidey pick up Stan at the end? And they, they go web-slinging together. Like, I always wanted to be a web-slinger. <sighs> All right, my number one. What is it, Taylor? I was going to say Mallrats, but I think I want to change it. Do you want, do you want Mallrats to just be our ultimate I one? I think Mallrats is the one we were talking about before we started this. Yeah. Pop 5 endorses the Mallrats episode. The Mallrats Mo- cameo, yeah. which is a long... He's in that movie. He's a character. He's not. It's not a cameo. He plays Stan Lee. And he has a pivotal role of motivating the characters. 
And also, because he talks to Brody. Yep. I think he talks to TS, right? He talks to TS at the end because, well, the story is he was supposed to be like, yeah, this girl got away from me. But he was like, yeah, I'm married. My wife is that girl. If I say that in a movie, she's not going to let me come home. So he made Kev Smith write in that Stan made that up for some reason. Yeah. So it has this great scene at the end where he talks to TS and he's like, yeah. Turns out, yeah, I just made all that stuff up. It's from an up. It's from a Spider-Man 352. Let love be a vulture tonight. <laughs> and I mean, like, yeah, that sounds like a Marvel comic. It does sound like a Marvel comic, but oh, God. yeah. But Pop Five, that would be that. We endorse. We that. endorse that we one. Endorse that. Uh, me personally, my number one is Spider-Man: The PlayStation Video Game. Stanley narrates it. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So so it you go through this really terrible like opening scene and then like these sweeping shot, you know, for PS1 mm-hmm. of New York and you just hear Greetings, true believers. Sorry, I have a really good stand impression. Um, but you just hear like greetings, true believers, and spider friends. And he's like, today some web slinging action, and then he comes back at the end, and I remember going, Is that Stan? Yeah, I Ah, I forgot about that one. That's a good one. Yeah, I, that's the one I looked up, and I was fucking sobbing watching a PS1, like, YouTube clip. It's like, I can't believe it. Uh, oh, here, here's an honorable mention one. Yeah. The Incredible Hulk uh, cameo where he drinks the uh, the the pop of the Hulk's blood yeah. in it. Yeah, and then he drops it. I remember that. Who Was he an Ant-Man? Oh, he's a bartender in Ant Man. Yeah, he was, in and Ant-Man. he he's voiced over by um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Ant Man's best friend there. Oh, um, I can't remember his name. Michael Pena's character. Yeah, Michael Pena's character, or whatever. But yeah, he's voiced over by him. Uh, uh, Louise. Know, Louise. Yeah. Um, he was also good at uh, in Deadpool as a as a strip club DJ. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I can't remember any like the X Men ones though. Um, I think there was. I think he was on a beach one time. He the first X Men. He's on a beach when the senator comes out. Yeah, he, who got turned into a mutant. He's there. He doesn't have any lines. I remember the Spider Man ones. He would usually save someone. The original oh. Daredevil. He was gonna cross the street and get hit by a bus, but child da- Daredevil puts his like walking stick in front of him and stands like, "What the? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, there's you know, like in the. The Netflix shows, he's not, like, actually there, but you see, like, pictures of him. There's, um, he's on uh, like a poster. police posters. Yeah. It's New York, NYPD wants you. Um, but he's on, he's on posters in all of them. I feel better. Yeah, I feel better, too. That was cathartic. Well, anyway, Stan, Excelsior. Excelsior, Stan. Excelsior! Well, guys, that's it. That's that's, pop, it. that's pop five for the year. Yeah. Unless, you know, Taylor and I decide to do something crazy in December, which I highly doubt we will. Yeah, probably be dead. Um, Yeah, so we'll be back. Um, Actually, let me, let me take a quick look at the schedule here. Boop, Hope you guys enjoyed the uh, the first two seasons of pop five. I guess when we come back, it'll be season three. Still season one. Still season two. Oh, is it still season two? Yeah, this is Christmas break. That's Christmas break? Okay. We'll be back on the 13th of December. Oh, my God. It's a nice long break. Yeah, it's weird where Thursdays end up. 
Um, but yeah, we'll be back on the 13th of... Oh, I'm sorry. Hang on. No, no, that's not right. Oh. No, we'll be back on the 10th of January. That's still a long break. It's still a long break. So we'll be back on the 10th of January, second Thursday. Uh, Top will be back the first Thursday. I'm not opening the calendar again to look. Um, but uh, we'll be back. In, oh, actually, uh, Top will be back for the Christmas episode, which is whatever Thursday is closest to Christmas. Um, so that Is that the only fun. episode you got for Top this month? Or in December, I mean? Um, that's the only one that's scheduled if I have time to bring someone in or if someone really wants to do it. We'll do an episode, but if not, that's the only one scheduled because we're just—we're no, we're just, all busy. Yeah. You guys are busy at home. We're busy doing this. You I'm busy were, like hiding from our ex intern. Yeah, Steve, you really might want to lay low this Christmas. Yeah. So does that mean I can't steal Christmas hams from people? Because <gasps> that's my thing. <laughs> Steve, I can't talk too much about that because it involves the Christmas episode of Top. What? Yep. Oh, I can't talk too much. Okay, about okay. That. I didn't even know that. So rate and subscribe, everybody. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Top Five Underscore Podcast. That's Top the Number Five Underscore Podcast. We're also on Twitter. Don't put anything on Twitter uh, and Facebook. There's a few things on Facebook if you want to like our page on that. Yeah, please like the page on Facebook. It gets updated every time an episode comes out, and there's always, like, pictures and stuff. Yeah, that's actually... Was that from Instagram? uh, Instagram. Both both the same. Okay. Um, Yeah, Instagram and Facebook are actually where you get to see some cool stuff because we are a audio medium. Uh, So, you know, if you want to pictures yeah make sure you guys check out some of the past episodes of top and pop yeah this is a good time to catch up especially if you're jumping on that ship at season two there's a lot of great episodes in season one if you want to listen to uh the story about albert fish make sure you check out that episode yeah if you feel get like getting spooky and if you don't feel like being spooky check out the comic book episode that taylor and i did great episode if you feel like getting historical you can check out the gangsters that you were on a lot i was on a lot (laughs) thank god i was uh thank god i've cut back on top You, you were on like every other episode and also pop um, I was exhausted. I think it's like a couple of weeks while I skip pop. Like I, re- I need a break. I remember. Um, but yeah, so checks out and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you guys uh, in Christmas for top. And then we'll um, see you for pop back in January. So guys, you guys stay frosty for 2018 and can, I'll see you guys back in 2019. Thank you, Stan. See you guys in 2019. Happy holidays. Thank you.